Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Vaba the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We're talking about uh, two two musically inclined movies, uh, In the Heights, just recently released, and um, and Inside, the the new uh, Bo Burnham comedy special um, as well. We're going to talk about both of those things today. Yeah, so I guess we'll start with In the Heights, because I think we watched that first. Sure um, did. It felt like years ago that we watched I know. it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. I, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. It actually was um, the first movie I went to go see in theaters since I saw Tenet last summer. Um, so this was pretty exciting to me. I saw it in, in IMAX with my friend Allie. I bet this was fun to see in theaters. I just watched it on HBO Max because um, it it be free, um, and I didn't I didn't want to I don't want to I don't want to pay for a movie yet. So sure, <laughs> gonna, for sure, <laughs> not gonna do that. Um, yeah. But I could definitely see this movie being more fun if you saw it in theaters. Um, but uh, I remember, like, you saw it before me. You saw it, like, a few days before me um, when we decided to talk about it for the podcast. And um, and you you were you were jazzed about it. You really liked it. Um, yeah. So uh, what did you, what'd you like about Alessandra? Well, I love the music, and I love the atmosphere of this movie. I thought it was excellent and excellently crafted for a musical. Um, and also a lot of it took place in Washington Heights. Like, um, well, the whole thing took place, some of it was in Midtown, but mostly in Washington Heights. And the, uh, entire thing was shot, uh, on my friend's corner, um, on Audubon in, in Washington Heights. So like, I actually got to see some of it being filmed at one point a couple years ago when they were filming it. So it was pretty cool to see his apartment in the movie, like pretty much the whole time. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Oh wow, that's that's actually really cool. Yeah. So I remember once I went to a party at his house, and and they were filming the scene with the fireworks, and we oh. could see uh, the basically they just were like flashing blue and red lights, and white lights like just everywhere like. They're up. They were up on top of the buildings, and it was just like the whole street was just lit up with those lights, and it was like, that's the fireworks. <laughs> yeah, on the uh, it was the part when when the power went out basically, and so to to bring light to the streets, they were they were just setting off fireworks. That part of the movie. Yes, that part of the movie, yeah. and um, that was because of a heat wave. Uh, that yes. the the power went out, which. Right now, um, the power's not out, but we are having a heat wave on the East Coast. It is um, 95 degrees today. Uh, I'm sitting in my room, and I had to turn off my air conditioning because I was going to record this, and now I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely heard about about uh, about the rising temperatures happening uh, around the country. Um, it's it's it has not it has not gotten that bad over here. So uh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, it's okay. Um, but I was just in LA and everything, so I'm now really true. feeling this movie again. It was it really made me emotional as well because I lived only a few blocks uh, south of where this movie takes place. So it yeah. was uh, pretty cool to see that, and I did tear up at the end. I did cry at the end because it was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I, I knew what I was expecting from this movie, but after watching it, I just don't think it's, it's a musical that I necessarily enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, like I thought it was fun. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was cute. I, I, I did have fun watching it. Um, but uh, I don't think I'm going to watch it again. It just, I don't know. Like, I, it's, and it's weird because I knew that it was going to be like this, but just by the end, I was like, this isn't really what I wanted. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really know what I wanted. Like, maybe I was hoping for like a little bit, like, I don't know. It's, it seemed very polished and, uh -huh. um, and, uh, and I don't know. I, I think I wanted something kind of like, uh, the get down. Like, I, I really liked mm, the yeah. get down and, and it was really giving me like the get down. Like, it was giving me, the get down and like um uh do the right thing vibes like with the with the with the heat wave and the For sure. and the power outage and and all yeah. that stuff and 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 I don't know. I mean, I've seen Hamilton. Um I like a few of the songs. I definitely don't like all the songs. Um I don't think it's just music that I necessarily like. Um so and and the music in this felt a lot like that and I mm -hmm. And I'm not crazy about Hamilton, so I guess this this really just wasn't a musical for me. It really wasn't. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and that's I love the story though. Like the story was really great, and I wanted to like these actors, but because it was like really overproduced and mm -hmm. like kind of just cartoon cartoonish and like over the top, I like. I couldn't take these actors seriously. Like I wanted to like them. <laughs> yeah. The only song I really enjoyed was the one in the in the nail salon. Um, like I really liked one. that song. It was really yeah. fun, and uh, it it seemed it seemed like the most different. And I actually really liked the song that um that the that the grandma sang. Yes, um, that was amazing. You know, spoiler like alert! You know, yeah, yeah, before she passed. Um, which was really sad. Like I really like these characters and they had great they had great development and they had like a great story behind them and they had really great personality. I just I I just don't know if I was too crazy about the actors portraying them or, or just the songs they were singing. I don't know. It just it it just I don't know. But the story the story was really good. Like with the with the power outage and everything that everyone went through and Yeah. And uh and and I like how everything came full circle. Like I really like you know he really wanted to go back to um, uh, what was it again? The yeah. Dominican Republic. Yes, the Dominican yeah. Republic, and you know, and the whole time we thought he was there, but then he wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> he, was just, he was in his in his store still. Like it's it was it was a it was really it was a really good story. It was really great. I agree, and I thought honestly, I thought the music was very well done with the movie. I know that you didn't yeah. really like the music very much, but I think like it's totally a me thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It, it totally. Yeah, well, this music I would say is not. I don't love this music as much as Hamilton. Um, I just have like a, mm. there's a special place in my heart for Hamilton. Um, yeah. So I think like definitely it's not like it has like the beginnings of Hamilton because it's obviously made by the same people. Um, yeah. So it's like. You know, Lin-Manuel Miranda and um, his partners that wrote those those songs and everything. Um, yeah. Which, In the Heights also did get lots of Tony 
awards. I think it also won Best Musical and stuff like that. Um, But it is definitely like kind of a proto-Hamilton in its complexity. But I think that the movie itself kind of really um, fleshed out the characters that we care about um, a lot more. There was a lot of characters in it. And I think that we had kind of shades of who they are. Um, many of the, even the supporting characters of like what kind of people they are, what they really want in life, um, you know, down to the whole uh, storyline with Sonny and being an undocumented worker and stuff. I don't think that's actually in like the original musical. Um, like I've seen the musical, but it was a long time ago and it was on stage. So I know that they changed it a little bit for the movie. Well, a lot and adapted it a little bit better to, to fit um for film right right yeah so yeah which is which is interesting because because like this this movie felt um felt like the least like it was a stage production like it Mm -hmm. it it really felt like it could have been its own thing like yeah i think i remember see uh reading or somewhere that that it was in fact based off a play and i completely forgot because it really it really felt like its own thing it didn't feel like it was um you know just because plays can be a little stiff and and slow a little bit but like and this was you know quite the opposite um but maybe because that was it's a musical so maybe it's just different that way Um, and it's got such a a rhythm that throughout the entire movie obviously like it's kind of it tries to mirror the rhythms of what it's really like in washington heights um which it's you know it, it was filmed there so that's what it's like but it's also like the the rhythm of the streets, like there's always music playing up there, and it's like always this Dominican party music that drives my friend crazy <laughs> because <laughs> it's gone like all summer long, and it's yeah. just—I uh, mean, you might have heard some when we were there, like when you went to visit, but I had it less Possibly. where I was living. But it's like where he's yeah. living, it's like oh my gosh, like all the time, and they play it all night long too. So it's like. It's That's crazy. hilarious. Yeah, um, and then also just like down to like you know the uh, the water the fire hydrants blasting water into the street. That's that's how it is in the summertime because it's so hot. They literally just like open them up and they just let them spray all day long. Like they don't you know the fire department doesn't care. They just let them go. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like people think, oh, that's just like what it is in the movies, but that's that's real life. Like that's really what it's like. <laughs> There's kids just playing. Yeah, in I the remember. Street. I remember you telling me that 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 they actually open them up because it gets so hot. And I'm like, really? Like I was I was shocked that I that know. actually happened. <laughs> like I don't, I don't even know how to begin how to open a fire hydrant. I think like, just with like um you know a good pair of a wrench or something uh, wrenches yeah yeah or a pair of huge ass pliers or something i don't know exactly you need something you need some sort of tool yeah and you just hear that all all summer long um just going off um so definitely that was really fun um i would just like to shout out uh anthony ramos because um i'm already a fan of his from hamilton but he is absolutely incredible in this movie in my opinion, his performance is unbelievable compared to what we've seen from him so far, which is not very much um, in on the screen. Um, yeah. And he was a very emotional actor, and like his his passion was like so clear, and I really liked that. Yeah, for sure. Out of everyone, he was definitely my favorite. Um, I like I definitely enjoyed the parts when he was on the screen because um, he he felt the most. Uh, 
he felt the most genuine and 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 not cheesy yeah um yeah i mean the the yeah the ladies in the in the nail salon and everything and uh they kind of felt like especially since we could identify um stephanie beatriz and dasha polanco from other things it was like it's kind of pulled me out of it a little bit um yeah so yeah you know but i agree that like it i i think compare because i'm comparing it to the stage play i think it just blended everything really really well um yeah with with the, the plot of the movie as well um yeah for sure so um, uh, I think I think it definitely like it definitely flowed well. Um, it's it 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 was really just just the music and the <laughs> and the cheesiness of it for me. Like that, yeah. that was really all. That was really it. Like those I are my mean, those are my only complaints. Every musical is like extremely cheesy. Like it is, and that's so weird because like and and I I like I like weird stuff like that, like Hello Dolly and like and yeah. you know Singing in the Rain. Like I like I like that cheesy shit, but but I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I I guess I expect it more, like from older movies like that, and it's and like and, and it's just it's fine. It sits well with me, but um, I don't know. I I, I think it might have been more more the music, but um, but but yeah. Um, I I was re- like looking it up see what other people thought of this movie and uh there was a lot of kind of discussion about the fact that there's not a lot of dark-skinned afro afro latinos in this movie yeah i read that i saw yeah. that come up on like you know my little amazon echo like mm-hmm. shows news sometimes and i think i might have seen it on on instagram um on some of the news things that i follow but yeah i, I saw that come up and um and lynn um, like apologize for that. Um, yeah, he said I'm listening. Like I don't know if he like apologized, but it's like, oh. and even the director like they they brought it up to him in an interview, and he's like, yeah, well, we just picked the right people for the right roles, and it's like, well, you also could have picked darker skinned people. <laughs> yeah, because like all of them are light skinned except for the black guy in this movie, which is Corey Hawkins as Benny, who's adorable. Um. Which is yeah, not really the reality of the of what it's like in Washington Heights. I mean, it's 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 a yeah, very wide reading. mix. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not really what it looks like. Um, yeah, community wise. So yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but I mean, the the girls were great. Like their singing voice were really nice. Um, you know, there were really good things about it. I just like, they're really beautiful. So it kind of pulls me out of it a little bit. I mean, not that yes, like everyone was fucking <laughs> gorgeous in this movie. And that's, yeah. And that's maybe what kind of like, you know, yeah. pulled me out of it or like, you know, made it feel like a little less real. <laughs> like it just, it didn't yeah. feel real. The two lead um, girls are like gorgeous and very skinny, like not nothing against like gorgeous and skinny people, but it's like, you know, you could have maybe picked some girls with a little bit more curves because that's kind of what a lot of girls are like up there. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe one I mean, of them. De- not I mean, both de- of them. definitely. I mean, definitely more options. Like just, just, just a lot of like. You, you had options. You had options. <laughs> right. Like not nothing against uh, Leslie Grayson, Melissa Barrera, because I honestly thought they were really good in their individual roles. Um, yeah, they, they were excellent. And of course, I love seeing Jimmy Smith's, which you said, uh, reminds me of the get down because he's in the get down as well. 
Um, and he's also in the West Wing, which I watched, watched with Danny recently, and he becomes president in that. And I just now it's just oh, yeah. like my president yeah. santos like every time i see him i'm like oh my god i love you jimmy smith's like <laughs> yeah, i he was really so good. handsome i love him so much <laughs> he was really good yeah um and and like kind of um kind of want to continue talking about all these different like like stories that we that we got like all these not stories but like you know there were a lot of characters to cover and and everyone kind of had their own little story like with uh with Usnavi, like he, I think his story was like his. He came. Was he was he born in America or did he come over with with his with his family? Um, I think he, from the Dominican Republic. I think he came with his family when he was young. And uh, his dad. Well, no, maybe he was born very soon after they arrived in america so that's why he didn't really have an issue with the green card whereas his cousin sonny did right 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 okay um and then you know he owns a he owns a bodega which uh we're right bodega or was it more like a convenience store it's a it's a bodega and it's it's got all the products that are in bodegas um yeah all and, the East uh, Coast I mean, products, his, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and his goal was really just to was really just to go back. I mean, he he had he had feelings for Vanessa, but like it didn't seem like he was really going to act on them. Yeah, and, you know, right. He just really had like this one thing in mind, um, and then Vanessa, who really wanted to, uh, you know, she wanted to get out of Washington Heights and she wanted to be a fashion designer, um, and it. I I'm glad that by the end we finally got to see what her stuff looked like. But she would she would you know find these things and get inspiration from things, and she'd like work on stuff. And and like through the whole movie, I was like, show me what you're making. Like I was, <laughs> I was so mad because <laughs> like they wouldn't show me until like the very end. And I was like, okay, 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 I see it. I see she it like well, she like, like whipped up like a couple outfits in a night. Like she like went and found yeah. that graffiti dude, and she was like, oh my god, can I yeah. have your rags? And he's like, sure. I have a bunch of these and then she she like whipped up a complete outfit like in she like did. six hours which is absolutely insane like it's it's very difficult <laughs> i mean she has a good a good like ma- i guess pattern maker and stuff but it was just like oh my god you like you like did made like three outfits in one night that's um insane <laughs> Well, yeah, I was trying to look for stuff because she, she kind of found some stuff along the way like she found like little pink like uh little pink pieces of fabric you know she she was in she was in other parts of of new york and she was getting fabric like out of trash that people were just throwing away yeah 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 that Um, was great so i I was like trying to see glimpses of or like remnants of of those things that we saw earlier in the in the movie as well um but yeah so she just wants to she wants to be a fashion designer and she wants to move to like a different part of new york i guess where it'd be i don't know i guess I don't know. She just kind of wanted to get out of there. I mean, did she want to move closer to like where all the fashion is or something? Like, I didn't, I didn't understand why she needed to move. Yeah, but, like, I think she like wanted she to just... be somebody. She she was really jealous of also Nina who went to college, and she was right. like, Nina, you're following your dream, and so she wanted to get out. Yeah, and then we have and then we have Nina who um, goes to where was she going to Stanford? She was going to Stanford. Yeah, Stanford. Yes, great, great school. And, really uh, preppy, you know, like West Coast Ivy League school. Right, and uh, and she was really missing home, and she was really missing uh, missing her friends, and you know she she felt 
she felt out of place in Stanford. You know, she was talking about, um, like, not really fitting in and uh, not feeling like she she belonged over there and that maybe going to Stanford was, was her dad's dream and not really hers and, but, um, and kind of struggling with that. So, like, some really great, really mm-hmm. great deep stories, um, and especially how they intermingle, like, with Usnavi and, and Vanessa, like, finally getting together and just... You know, be like this. This is your home. Like you don't need to try and leave mm-hmm. where you've where you've made a home for yourself. Um, because you can make a home together. Um, and they have really like great. the the cutest child I've ever seen in my life. Super cute, <laughs> so cute. I mean, she was unbelievable. Her little freckles, her curly hair, yeah, her teeth. Oh my god, she was so freaking cute. <laughs> yeah, it felt almost like a it felt almost like a how I met your mother kind of thing where all the kids oh, were yeah. sitting down here in the story and they're just oh, like, yeah. Can we go outside now? Like can you <laughs> stop talking? <laughs> the story the girl's done yet? like, just keep telling the story, Dad. And you're like, Oh, yeah. it's her dad. I mean, Anthony Ramos yeah. is just God, he's so handsome. I I mean he's everybody real was cute. so freaking attractive in this movie. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. So uh also there was a lot of you know, Hamilton Easter eggs. Obviously, Lin-Manuel Miranda was the Paraguay guy. Um, and he was kind of having small interactions with the guy who played uh, George Washington in um, Hamilton, um, Christopher Jackson. Oh, right. The guy the guy in the, in the other ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then also I remember hearing... Um, someone was on the phone or something and there was like the background music was was um uh you'll be back uh-huh yep it uh, was yeah when Betty was, was like, like the the waiting music hold. yeah that yeah. was great everybody in the audience I, it wasn't a full audience for me because it was like an IMAX movie but it, people were laughing like the people who were going the weekend it came out were Hamilton fans for sure yeah for sure and I, I really liked uh almost the um the is it is it surreal like with the mannequin heads moving and like yeah, and it, yeah. in the in the nail salon and then you know um, dancing on the side of the building yeah dancing the on the building Bridge. yeah 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 I like I like those aspects of it it just it made it like like there there weren't enough of it to mm-hmm. kind to make it like that kind of movie but like you know maybe they needed to just make a decision either add more of it in there or you know just kind of leave it out but I mean the mannequins moving I was like whoa. <laughs> they freaked me out but i liked it it was cute it was a fun it was a fun song tell me something i don't know it was adorable i loved it yeah i love that song that was uh, a really yeah good song. that was a really good one um that is also everyone just like pretending to do nails like someone was just filing someone's already made nails and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like you said abuela claudia's um song was really beautiful just talking about what it was like as a an immigrant in like the 60s or whatever with her mother uh yeah. was really really beautiful like flashback scene like oh a ballet yeah beautiful. like a ballet yes and oh my gosh i really enjoyed that as well um so yeah so like and it just was so like the dancing was really fun and the choreography yeah. was really fun it was really um, good i definitely like i said i enjoyed it a lot because i'm it just really like i this is the things i would see every day so like just not living there anymore and just having that kind of now it's kind of more of a, another kind of time capsule for me to watch and remember my time yeah. there, you know. Yeah. I like it. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
So let's uh, look at these uh, plot keywords. The plot keywords, yes. Uh, okay, where are we? Down here. Um, so plot keywords, we've got singing, dancing, reference to Frida Kahlo, reference to Sonia Sotomayor, sing. <laughs> Uh, okay. There you go. Um, there, I guess. There you I go. That's did the like, movie. yeah, you know, that was cute. Like a little bit of um, of uh, history, like of the Latino or Latina people in America that really have made a splash and specifically the women, the strong women. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was really good. And then we can look at these uh, Metascores. So on here, it got an 84 Metascore, which is really good. Really good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go to Metacritic.com now because that's our new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It's got 51 positive reviews and three mixed and zero negatives. So yeah. everybody really liked this. And I, you know, I agree. It's a very good movie. It's got a ton of 100s, like. It's got like seven. <laughs> so it's got seven hundred. Uh, yeah, um, and seven hundreds. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and all of the let's see. Let's just read the lowest mixed. Yeah. Um, because only because like two people gave it a sixty, and then one gave it a fifty. So let's right. see what see what film threat. I don't know if we've we've read from this before. Um, but let's see. As a movie. I thought John M. Chu did an incredible job bringing in the heights to cinematic life. There's nothing wrong with the actual production or cast. It's all great, but my issue is with the source material, specifically the songs. Okay. That's okay. It. Well, you didn't like the songs either, so that's kind of similar but, to what you but were that's saying. A, but that's a me thing. Like, that's not... <laughs> like, like I don't lump me in with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, gonna... you know what? You know, maybe Alan and I, Alan and I think the same way. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read the 70 from the Los Angeles Times here. Uh, to call this movie assertive would be an understatement. To describe it as small would be a lie. At nearly two and a half hours, with a terrific ensemble of actors singing, rapping, dancing, and practically bursting out of the frame, In the Heights is a brash and invigorating entertainment, a movie of tender, delicate moments that nonetheless revels unabashedly in its own size and scale. Very nice. I think, like, if you were really, like, to me, if you were seeing this movie from somebody who's never been there, um, I think it, it would give you a pretty decent idea of what it's like, despite the fact that it needed more dark skin Afro-Latinos. Um, it kind of still has, a, like, a vibe that is, like, very similar. Um, I don't think there was, like, enough trash in this movie, but, like, it's... Oh, for sure. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't smell a vision, the, the trash <laughs> enough. Right. Um, yeah, like, like today has been so hot here that it's like, it, it's, it's, it's hot trash. It smells like hot trash outside because it's like, that's, it's so hot that it just kind of starts to radiate from everything. So that's, that's what it smells like. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, in terms of like feeling like very very crowded and yeah. and you know giving me anxiety you know i felt that you know, in the heights <laughs> yeah. it, it, it gave me it gave me those feelings um, those sure. feelings back of of being in new york um 
I, I never really witnessed anyone being like mean because that, that's always something that that, you know, you the, like a stereotype that all New Yorkers are like mean or something. I don't know. Um, sure. I mean, it, they're I mean, just more brash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think L.A. people are any better. <laughs> no, they're not. It's the same. It's the same. Like They're basically the same. I mean, um, you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, in, in terms of in terms of being very crowded and busy, this 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 is this is the movie. This is it. It did it. That's okay. New York. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're gonna move to the next uh, in movie inside. Oh oh, <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, instead of inside uh, being in an entire neighborhood, this is in one room. Um, with Bo Burnham. And I'll just read this tagline on IMDb because it totally expresses it very well. A new comedy special shot and performed by Bo Burnham alone over the course of the past year. Um, yes. And I did know this was coming out. So when it dropped, it was pretty exciting because I'm a big fan of Bo Burnham. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen any of his other uh comedy specials but like this definitely gave me a look at but I, I i mean we've seen other stuff um that bo burnham has worked on he was most recently in um promising young woman um and he directed uh, eighth grade so like he's definitely worked on some other stuff and um big fan um but i just don't think i've seen i i'm not really big on comedy specials but i just don't really watch a whole bunch but i know that bo burnham had had done a couple and i know that they're mostly singing like music related um, but, um, but this, uh, this, I was definitely expecting to laugh a lot more, um, mm-hmm. in this, but, uh, and when I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't mad at it. Like it, this was very real and mm-hmm. it, it was very heavy as well. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't feel like super heavy. I like, I, I remember reading it on, um, reading posts on Twitter, like when it first dropped, like they're like, oh, you know, Bo Burnham just dropped a, you know, a comedy special and you know i'm so excited to you know be able to watch something after being i don't know sad during covid and then right. and then watching it watching it and being sad because <laughs> it's all about covid and you know being stuck inside by yourself and uh being alone and and all the hard stuff you have to deal with um so which i think was i don't i don't know i don't know if i would call it risky but but i really enjoyed it like it was it was phenomenal like it I, I can't even, like, I, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, the songs I, yeah. are really good. I, I love the white white woman Instagram uh-huh. song. Yeah. So fucking funny. Like. <laughs> I, yeah, I totally agree with you. I watched it a couple weeks ago when it came out. And then I watched it last week again with my parents. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think the first time I watched it, I was, like, overwhelmed with the content that it was it was giving me so then i needed Mm. to sit with it for a little bit and then watch it again and i did that and i think watching it again really kind of solidified it as like an art form to me like just completely like the songs intermingled with their like the through messages throughout and everything that there's like a lot of motifs that he does like the same kind of things like um saying like there's people who are outside and they've got you surrounded and then you need to try and leave and stuff like that like there's all kinds of like that kind of thing and um so many 
layers to every single song. So therefore I have been spending the last week and a half just listening to the Spotify album over Mm. and over again. And it is all stuck in my head all the fucking time. I mean, there is always one of these songs stuck in my head now constantly constantly (laughs) yeah for like the last week and a half um it's it's whack like i'm just i I don't know how to get rid of them they're just like in there and i can't they're (laughs) they're they're super catchy i think um i oh that was that was my car beeping my sister just arrived home okay (laughs) um but um i I got a sneak, not a sneak peek, but like the people were already making TikToks. I'm back on TikTok. I really shouldn't be, but um, I am. Um, but uh, it's it hasn't. It's it's not like I'm addicted, but like you know, I I am watching. I am watching stuff, and and it's fun. I'm I'm just trying to you know watch them for fun. But people have already started making uh, TikToks using the using the music. The, the music. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear a lot of the ones where it's like, "How's everyone doing tonight?" I am not doing well yeah. like that. Feeling <laughs> like a bag of shit. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. I, I love that song. And then big on the and then the other one bag of shit. Yes, that, that was a really good. Like and and I I think I watched this in the perfect setting. Like Kimmy mm-hmm. and I had a super like just busy day of you know cleaning the house and you know we were just we we're out running errands all day so we were pretty tired and we just we wanted. Um, you know, Kimmy had been hearing about Inside as well, and she was like, you know, how about we just watch it? And I was like, all right. So we both we both took our paintings, and we were both painting, and just like, we're, oh. so I was like super calm. I was like, uh, this was yeah. the most relaxed I've been <laughs> in a long time. It's <laughs> so a perfect just, movie for that too. I'm just sitting and painting <sighs> while what, and I'll you know, and it's it's mostly music, so you just have to yeah. you know, I look up if if's like you know if if something funny is kind of happening, but if it's mostly music, so you're just listening. Um, and, and I think that was, like, the best way to take it in, because, yeah, there was, like, there was a lot of, like, even the, I, I think I watched the entirety of the white woman Instagram, and he just kept, like, changing to yeah. the different, like, poses and, um, like, themes of, of, like, you know, uh, uh, picture backdrops, basically, mm-hmm. of, of, what, of, of how women, like, take pictures on Instagram. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, I also kind of liked that it was almost a, it felt almost like a documentary almost, or like the making of yeah. along the way. Like he's, he's he shows like, you know, a lot I'm, of it. He shows the whole yes, thing. Yes. And I loved that because it's just like, this is, this is probably the, the only thing that kept him sane for the entire year yeah. that was, that was the pandemic. And, you know, and it, and it, it really kind of hurt when he got to the point where he was like, you know, I feel like I'm getting close to the end of this and and i and i don't want it to end like this probably this is the only thing he was working on and you know once once he finishes it like what the hell was he supposed to do after that and then also like like making it and almost and turning 30 and he's like i really wanted to finish this before i turn 30 and and i felt that too like a lot of people were like shit Mm -hmm. like i feel like i lost a year of my life and now i'm like 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 i I I only went from 26 to 27 like right. during the pandemic but like you know what if you know what if some per- like turning 29 to 30 i probably would have hated that totally like being like yeah. i'm the in my your 20s. 30s now yeah <laughs> yeah like, i'm now outside of my 20s and yeah. i miss my last year of my uh-huh. 20s uh-huh like like that must have sucked it sucked for a lot of people 
You know, there was yeah. a lot of like things that times in your life that you don't want to miss. And a lot of people had to miss them. And yeah. it's just, it's sad, but it, you know, that's what I love again is like, there's kind of this playfulness with this, um, intermingled with the depth of the kind of depression or sadness that we all felt. And especially that Bo felt, um, who has in his previous specials as well. Um, he, even on stage, he has songs about being depressed and his mental health. Um, so this was definitely like, I was aware that it was going to have that. And like, um, there's like suicidal themes in it as well similar to yeah. his other ones as well. So I think I was like expecting that, but it was just like still very impactful. Completely. And I, I didn't know that he, that he stopped like live performing um, because he was having panic attacks. Like I didn't know that about him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he says in the, in the special that, you know, starting January, 2020, he was gonna, he felt like he was doing better and he was going to start live performing again. And then, and then the pandemic happens and he's just like, okay, well, like, and I want to know how this, how this like came to be. Like, did he just kind of, did he just make it and then offer it to Netflix or did, or, or was there already a contract made with Netflix or did he meet up with Netflix? Like at the beginning of the pandemic to be like, I'm going to work on something. It might be good. It might be horrible. Like, I'm just going to do it. Like, like how did that happen? Like he already had a couple comedy specials with Netflix Okay. Um, so I'd imagine that he probably decided to make this, made a few songs, um, and then kind of give, gave it to Netflix and was like, I'm going to make a whole thing. It's going to come out when it comes out. And they were like, cool. Uh, you need money? And he's like, yeah. And then they're like, okay, here's your stuff. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause like he had all this equipment and stuff. I mean, he's a filmmaker too. So he probably had a lot of the stuff, but it's just like the the amount of things in this room and he would like walk over them and like pull the cords and then things would fall over and it was just like it was overwhelming how much tech stuff was in this house too. Oh my gosh, right? And and just and just the more that would kind of collect as as we went through cuz you know things seemed it it didn't seem as chaotic until you got like kind of into the into the um middle of the special yeah um and and you know he kind of says in the beginning like uh, sorry if it's all over the place but this is just kind of this is just how it's gonna be and and but that's kind of how the pandemic was you had days where you felt happy you had you had days that you felt sad you had days that just you know yeah. you felt insane like yeah. and just the anxiety just super was like cha- crazy yeah just super chaotic songs and but like this is just like it's it really felt like a a good summation of of 2020 and yeah. and like and and like i'm i'm just lucky that you know i didn't have that bad of a time like you know kimmy moved in with me and and you know i i found hobbies to kind of keep the be able to tell what day it was like there were days in, when kimmy was like i don't even know what day it is and i'm just like well for me i'm streaming today so it's wednesday like yeah. i'm like, <laughs> like it, yeah. it's just like it's, but like I, I know it was, it was a lot tougher on, on a lot of other people. Um, but yeah, I thought this was, thought this was excellent, absolutely incredible. Um, I think um, my favorite songs since I've spent so much time listening to them, my favorite ones are uh, "All Eyes on Me" at the end, where he kind of just like 
is singing in that lower voice and um it's it's kind of like scary creepy creepy yeah Yeah. and then i really really love um that funny feeling um which is that one he plays on the guitar that looks like it's like at a fireplace Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. that one is like a beautiful song and just so the lyrics are really good because they're just kind of like the the enormity of the world and then the the strangeness of the world paired with like kind of like a nice like bonnie vare kind of like or hosier like like a hosier song you know like yeah yeah yeah. so there's just so much uh there's so many things like there's, I just I'm just like going through them in my head all the time. I'm like obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, I should listen to them again because yeah, I I've like I can like the one of course the only one I could really think of is the is yeah the deeper voice one because of, there were a lot of TikToks made from that one too. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember I remember there being another one that I liked um, other than the white white woman's Instagram. Um, there's one where he's it? like. Um, is anybody gonna hold me accountable? And it's like yeah. he's all sweaty. I like yes. that one a lot because it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm problematic, and then he talks about yes. That. Um, yeah. There's also one with like the that's how the world works, and he has like Sako on his hand. Um, yes, Sako, and it's just like a you know metaphor about the you know complete like everything that's wrong with capitalism and, and uh, white people in general. Yeah. Um, and then just like the, you know, it, it was clear that things he was talking about, but there was still like in such a, an artful way in such an impressive way. Everything's just so freaking impressive. You know, he's so talented. <laughs> he really is. He really is. Um, yeah, I very much enjoyed this. I I like that it that it didn't feel like your run of the mill comedy special, but it felt like so much more. Um, I found so was, out some information mm-hmm. recently. What kind? What kind uh, of information about Bo Burnham that Paula told me? So oh. I was like, oh, is he dating anyone? And he, Paula goes, yeah, he's been dating um, Lorene Scarafia for like some time now, like years, years. And I was like, oh, who's she? And he's like, well, she's the director of Hustlers. Oh. Let me see. Remember we saw that Hustlers. movie Hustlers with J-Lo? Yeah, 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 yeah. We liked it. Yeah. I li- we liked it. We did a lot. And um, I looked it up and, and I was like, because he sings that song about him being 30. And I was like, wow, I really thought he was older. Because what I, well, I used to watch him on YouTube. Like, Paulo and I used to watch, like, there's one that is called uh, New Math, and I remember we had that on our iPods like 10 years ago or oh, more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. I I remember uh, like thinking like, oh, he's probably a lot older than us, but he's only like four years older than us. <laughs> he's not really much older than us. Um, no, but- I, was, I was actually surprised um, to learn that he really isn't that much older than us. And you know he um, and he directed eighth grade like that is such a freaking amazing movie, and you could see kind of like the the critiques of social media in this special as well that he does in in, in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. she is um, forty three years old, and he's wow. thirty. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, I didn't expect it. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Oh. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't look like she's 40. I know. She, she doesn't at all. She doesn't. Uh, she really doesn't. Um, looks like she also wrote for Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Did I watch that? That's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I watched that. It's with uh, yeah, Steve Carell and Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley. Yeah. yeah. I think I might have seen that. Can't remember. Um, any other lasting comments about Inside? There really isn't a... There are some plot keywords here. Okay. <laughs> Not really a metascore, though. No. Guess the comedy specials don't get... Don't get critically, critically reviewed. Um, all right. So the plot keywords we have are... TV special, comedian, director, writer, stand-up comedian, reference to the internet. The internet. Oh my gosh, I like the internet song too. Yes, yes. It's like it's like it's like every. I'll give you everything. Like satisfy you with everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, could I interest you in everything all of the time? Yes. 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 That is. The, oh my it, gosh. Apathy is really the song. tragedy, and boredom is a crime. Yes. I, I I honestly have been listening to this so much. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's honestly insane. They're so yeah. fucking catchy. I, I just can't. I can't. So I went on to Rotten Tomatoes just so we could see what it says on here. And it has a 97% fresh and a 94% audience score. Okay. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, the user reviews here on, on IMDb. Uh, people gave it an average of 8.8 .8 out of 10. Okay. So. I don't know what. That's good. I maybe it just wasn't their cup of tea, like you, you not liking the In the Heights songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, me and Alan, you know, we're we're, we're those we're those we're the oddballs out there, you know. Got got to bring the score down sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you know, you can't let anybody uh, feel you can't like, like they're everything. doing too too well. You got to let them nope. be humble a little nope. bit. Nope, can't. Yeah, got to humble always room humble for improvement. <laughs> Alan and I, Alan and I know what it's what it's about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so really good. Um, I, I may be interested to watch some other of Bo Burnham's. I, I know they probably won't be anything like this, but, um, I think the the same, uh, sentiments and probably humor will be there. Um, so I'll probably watch. I think there's two other ones that are on Netflix as well. Yes, there's two. I'm just going to read a couple of these Rotten Tomatoes reviews because we don't have any other ones. Sure. There's one from NPR that I actually read the full review. It says, There's something profound and unnerving about this piece that speaks to the careening and difficult thoughts that I think haunted a particular kind of person for well over a year. Yeah. Um, and then this person says, Melanie McFarlane from Salon.com says, Maybe five years from now, too, it will be hailed as a classic. Once the apathy subsides and we all transition out of the liminal space between lockdown and floor reopening... Maybe we'll recall it vaguely as some decent content about and of its time. Hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm glad some stuff um was was like released that kinda documents this 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 pandemic, this year that we had. Um and I'll definitely like when I think back on on COVID and the pandemic, I will definitely think about about inside, like for sure. Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy because here we are kind of reopening and everything's getting back to normal for us. But in a lot of other places in the world, it's just not the case. 
So yeah, just, I heard things are getting bad that. in in Japan again. Like, yeah, yeah, it's been bad in India. That they, they're having another lockdown yes. in like the UK and other places. You know, so yeah, it's uh, so it's long we'll, uh, and horrible. Yes, we will. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, things are looking up over here right now. But uh, that that was in the heights and inside. Um, yeah. If get you enjoyed there. this episode, <laughs> what what you say? I said get in there. Get, get in there. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, if you like this episode, uh, you can rate and review our show. Please do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn, Instagram at All By the Popcorn Podcast, Facebook just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and like our page. Um, and if you just want to email us and say hi or you know say whatever, uh, give us suggestions for future movies or shows to watch. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we also have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.